Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show with your host and creator, Sean Spencer. Today is episode 58, and we're going to be doing a little bit of a roundup of sort of pre-season friendlies, season starting, and a little bit on the Euros and also what's been what's been going on with me recently and the reason why there's been a little bit of a delay between episode 57 and episode 58. Now, normally, um, as is tradition with recording the podcast, I'm normally having a beer, but today it is coming up to 5 5 p.m. and I'm actually going to do a CrossFit session at 6.30 in an hour and a half, so it's probably not a good idea to to drink beer just before I'm about to go to CrossFit. So I've actually got a tea, uh, PG Tips with a bit of milk, um, which I'm slightly regretting because we're in the middle of a heat wave here in Seattle. Um, and the state of Washington doesn't seem to know what air conditioning is, which is slightly different to Texas where everything's air conditioning. But here in Seattle, there is no air conditioning in sight. I'm in the apartment with no AC. And then I'm also in the little room that has zero ventilation. So yeah, I'm going to be absolutely boiling whilst recording that. But anyway, let's get right into it. Episode 58. Here we go. So to start, I think it's only fitting that we touch on the Women's Euro 2022. If you are from America and you're unfamiliar with with what that is, uh, the Euros basically take place in in Europe. Um, The men's is every four years and the women's is every four years. And it's basically all the top teams from Europe will go into a championship um, played over the summer. I've I've always enjoyed them. I've always enjoyed the women's ones and and the men's ones. Uh, the men's got to the final. Uh, I think it was last year now against Italy. Got beat by Italy, but the England women came across Germany. Germany have never lost in a final. They've won the competition something like nine times. Um, so a dominant force in in Europe and in world women's soccer. So England went up against them with a new a new manager, a Dutch football manager, who actually won it two years previous with the Netherlands, or well, four years previous with the Netherlands. Um, but she is now the England head coach, Serena Weigman. So, yeah, she's 52 years old, and credentials are pretty impressive. She's been like FIFA World's... Um, coach of the year. I think she's won that twice. Um, now she's won the Euros twice and a whole host of other sort of competitions that she's done really well in. Um, so yeah, pretty impressive. One of the things that has sort of been spoke about that I've seen mainly, you know, on Reddit and Twitter and stuff like that is like, could, could she coach in the men's game and all these like questions about it. Um, I've personally never never understood that. Um, I don't see why there would be any issue whatsoever. Men coach in the women's game, I don't understand why there couldn't be a woman coach in the men's game. 
Um, a lot of the the sort of the the reasons people are saying on on sort of Twitter and stuff seem archaic. I think is probably the best way to put it. There was one one person said about um, men's testosterone and that it, it's d- different dealing with men than women, which I agree with a hundred percent. Different, um, but the testosterone and and women a woman manager or woman coach being able to deal with men's testosterone, I think is is pretty ridiculous because there's a lot of female people in in power in different positions, corporate world, in banks, in all sorts of places where where they're the managers and stuff. So I don't I don't understand. I think if if a person's good enough then yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't matter if the men, women, sheep, aliens. I, I I don't understand that argument, and I think this this should be the door should be open to again whoever is qualified and whoever is is good enough. Um, and I think we can all admit on here that there's there's definitely some men that have been in positions and are in positions that probably shouldn't. Or have not deserved, not qualified, and are basically not not good enough to be in them positions. Um, so yeah, I I fully support it, and like I said, I hope she goes on and and does whatever she wants to do. She's done done amazing to to win that. Um, yeah, the women's football with me, I, I've always had a soft spot for it because when I was first starting out as a coach, that was one of the first jobs i got i started at um blackburn rovers uh it's it was called a center of excellence and i was coaching i think it was like 14 14 year olds 15 year olds um and it was it was ideal for me i was able to be head coach coach a team and do tactics and practice what i've learned in qualify in uh, my coaching badges and at university um yeah and it, it, like I said, it gave me an opportunity where in the in the the men's side the, there was a lot more doors closed at, at that time. And then a little bit later on, I think it was around like 2011, 2012, I took um, Preston North End ladies team for a season. Enjoyed that. Had a little bit of an FA Cup run. Eventually got beat by Aston Villa. Um, so, yeah. Again, there's there's no. I just think if you enjoy soccer, football, then it doesn't matter. I I will watch any standard. It could be men, it could be female, it could be masters, it could be walking um, from any country. I I do not care. I will watch watch it all and and find enjoyment in it all. So yeah. Um, England actually won a Euros. That was quite nice to see. I enjoyed watching it here. Um, what else has been going on? So we've had a lot of pre-season friendlies. Uh, I've been watching quite a few. I've watched quite a few of Barcelona's. Barcelona actually did um, a bit of an American tour with Real Madrid. Um, watched Barcelona destroy into Miami. That was a bit, a little bit too easy. Then the Real Madrid versus Barcelona game was was a good one. That was like extremely competitive, um, with them fighting at one point. 
I'm not entirely sure what's going on with Barcelona's the finances at the moment. Apparently, they've like, you know, they've got they've got no money. They had to get a loan to push like the the deadline of the loan back, but they've spent more money than like Man City and PSG bringing the likes of like Lewandowski in and Rafinha. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what's happening with Barcelona, but. The money side aside, with Xavi in charge, um, they look good. They look good. They could be uh, a sneaky one next next season. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed enjoyed watching them. Uh, other than that, Premier League Premier League teams that starts this week. Am I excited for for that to to start up? Um, the last game was the Charity Shield, which is uh, the FA Cup winners and the league winners, which was Liverpool and Man City. Um, Liverpool winning 3-1. Those that are regular listeners to the, the podcast will know that I'm a Liverpool fan, so I was quite happy with that. But I'm also a Pep Guardiola fan, so I just wanted a good game with um, Liverpool winning in the end, which they did, so I had a the perfect sort of game for me. Um, yeah, I think both of them teams are going to be strong next season. The the there isn't a whole lot of weakness. Tactically, they look pretty flexible, and then the benches look strong. Uh, new number nines coming in with Nunes for Liverpool and uh, Erling for uh, Man City. I think he's gonna. I think they're both gonna do do amazing. So I'm I'm really excited for that. Other games that I watched, I've watched Leeds a few times and um, Aston Villa. I think they're going to be pretty similar next season. It's going to be a tough season for for both of them teams, but they look like they're both going to put up a fight. Uh, Fulham, I'm not sure what Fulham are, are, are going to do. I've watched them in the in the preseason friendlies. Um, I don't know. I haven't I haven't been impressed compared to watching them last season in the championship. Um, I actually watched quite a lot of them. Quite a few of the games were shown um, on ESPN over here in America. Um, and they, they dominated possession. And then they had, uh, what's his name, Mitrovic up front, the number nine. And um, the Liverpool Liverpool guy, um, his name escapes me now, who plays out on the wing. And they just, they just dismantled and destroyed teams. But I don't think they're going to be able to do that in the Premier League. So yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure what's going to happen with with Fulham. In all honesty, Everton they've struggled a little bit as well over in preseason. Um, so that I think it's going to be tough for them again. Uh, outside the Premier League, oh, the Championship started last week. I I watched um, I watched Reading versus Blackpool. Reading got beat one nil, um, but that was a pretty pretty close game. Um, and then I've also watched I watched Burnley, um, Burnley versus Huddersfield. Huddersfield looked one of the worst performances I think I've seen in in a while. But Burnley, uh, managed by Vincent Company, Burnley were terrific. They they didn't look like the Burnley team of the past few years. Possession dominating the ball, um, yeah, it, they could be fun to watch this year with Vincent Company 
So if you're unfamiliar with him, he was centre-back for Man City for God knows how long, the past decade, I think it was. Um, and then he moved into to management with Belgium team Anderlecht. I think he was there two years or just under two years. And now he's he's in the championship with, with Burnley. So I don't know. I think after seeing that, I think Burnley could be um, one of the favourites to go up. I know they probably were anyway. But um, yeah, I like, I like the look of them. Um, other than that... MLS, MLS is, I don't, I'm getting slightly frustrated with the like the defending side for the majority of the teams. Um, it's been fun to watch the likes of like LAFC because of the, the new players that have come in, Cellini and um, Gareth Bale, and obviously they've still got Vayer up front. So they're they're a fun team to watch, but there's there's been a few um, teams that I've that I've watched where the the distances between the the strikers, the midfield, and the the defense is is staggering. Um, I've seen I've seen teams where they'll go and press, or two people are going press as high as the opposition's goalkeeper. Um, but then the defenders are only like 10 yards in front of the 18-yard box. And then there's a couple of midfielders just in the middle of the, the fields. And you can you can pretty much land a uh, Boeing 747 pretty easily in the space. And then and then they get counter-attacked. I've seen, the, watched the game last weekend. It was Sounders versus Chicago. Chicago um, midfielder has the ball about... 35 yards away from goal looks as though he's going to play play into the 18 yard box which he eventually does and there's five Chicago fire players lined up on the edge of the 18 yard box versus three Sounders defenders so you've got a you've got a 5v3 for Chicago and Chicago scored um and then the same with Austin it's just the defending the defending is infuriating um for me, and I, I don't, I don't understand it really. I don't understand how you can have a team full time at that level and it's basic defending. Um, but yeah, that's that's where that's where we're at, and I, I think that's the um, the big thing now in in the MLS. Like the the defending has to improve. Um, will it happen? Hopefully. Hopefully, because like I said, it's nice. It's nice watching. Um, it's nice watching the MLS, but it's just infuriating when like simple things, such as basic defending, isn't isn't being done. It, it it sort of, for me, takes takes the fun out of it a little bit. But it's all right now. We've got Championship back. We've got Premiership back, and then it'll soon be Super Champions League, followed by World Cup in in November. All right, so I'm just going to talk briefly on what's sort of been happening with with me. I said in the previous episode that I started coaching. That's that's continued. July was like a weird a weird month. There wasn't a great deal going on in terms of tournaments and and games. The season starts in September. Um. So yeah, it's just been a case of um, ticking over. Just sort of just 
laying the foundations really ready to move into the season. Um, but I've been enjoying it. Weather's been nice as well. Um, so yeah, I'm starting starting now to get back to to where I was um, as a coach, which is which is quite nice. But two two weeks ago, um, finally after two and a half years, eventually got COVID, um, which which sort of knocked me out for for a week. Um, but back to normal now, thankfully. Um, I was just forced to sort of stay home and stream some movies and uh, a little bit of TV, which, you know, I quite enjoyed relaxing and being forced to sort of stay in for a little bit and also saves money from not going out. So every cloud, but like I said, I just felt thankful to, you know, to just have like mild symptoms and little bit of rest and back to normal because I know I know a lot of people have had it a damn sight worse than than what I had um so yeah that that happened and then pretty much I would say the past the past week has just been getting back back to normal really you know I've got back into the gym started working out again and then back to back to coaching uh other news I, I got off, offered to be a head coach in the UPSL, um, which is in the the sort of the the football pyramid here in the US. There's the MLS, and then below that you've got the USL championship. USL, yeah, USL championship, and then underneath that you then have USL two. And then next to it, you have the UPSL, and then it keeps going down from there. So, yeah, I went out on Friday to watch. It was like um, first team versus reserves. And then Saturday, actually did a coaching session um, with the group. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. It was nice to sort of get back into like men's open age um, soccer. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what um, I decide to do with that. I need to figure that out soonish. Um, but I think for today, I think that is enough. Like I said, there's a lot, lot going on. Um, I've got a few ideas for for episodes. A little bit more of a instead of just like a general chat like today, uh, a bit more of a, a deep dive. So we'll. Yeah, I'm going to have a think of that, and I think I'm going to record another episode tomorrow as well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to keep the content coming. Um, other than that, if you want a message or anything, you can find me on Twitter, at The Spencer, capital T, capital S. Um, Sean Resolute on Instagram, and yeah, I had a, a fitness fitness channel on youtube called um, sean resolute as well as coaching board which is more like soccer and coaching side so yeah feel free to check them out um yeah i'll be back soon thanks for listening bye bye